So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And today we are talking about how to handle criticism like a man. And, uh, you know, this is a, a really interesting subject because, um, I, and the reason I add like a man is because I think sometimes as when we say like, this is how men should be, this is how men should act, this is what men should do, we just get really weird and like macho about stuff. And there's... Um, there's a little hack that I'm going to share in today's episode that I think is going to be sort of counterintuitive, especially if you've been really exposed to some of those like macho messages about being a man. And I think you'll find some incredible value from this. Um, before I jump into that, I just want to thank you again for those of you that have been sharing this content with people that you know. Um, it's really cool. I mean, I we get comments all the time about the podcast now. And it's super fun and um, yeah, we just couldn't do it without you guys. So thank you. And if you haven't had a chance to do that, it's literally the easiest way that you can help somebody else If is if you know somebody who needs this content, share it with them, say, hey, I was thinking of you. I think you would love this episode. And uh, what a great way for you to make a difference in somebody's life in 30 seconds or less. All right, let's get to it. How to handle criticism. So, ah, you know, the, the reality is, guys, uh, you have two options in life. You can be authentic and risk criticism, or you can blend in in the name of acceptance. Criticism is unbelievably scary, um, and I don't know why exactly, because uh, I've been under a lot of criticism. Or, or I shouldn't say under a lot of criticism. That That's probably not the right language. I have experienced more criticism in the last eight months than I have in my entire life. And I'm going to use a couple personal examples so that you understand what I'm specifically talking about when I say that. But the the honest truth is that criticism is sort of this inevitability in life. The only way I have found to avoid criticism is to blend in. It is to be constantly agreeable. It is to never take a stand. It is to have no backbone. It is to cower in fear and hide how you truly feel about something instead so that you can protect the peace, so that you don't risk any negative feelings in other people, and so that at the end of the day, you can ultimately feel attached and secure and accepted. And the people who have the greatest self-security, the, the greatest security within themselves, the people who you see walk with the most confident, not like this fake facade, but true confidence within themselves are the people who have not only found their identity, but their identity has been tested in the face of criticism. Their identity has been tested in the face of criticism. See, if you ever have a breakthrough in your identity, it will always be tested by people criticizing it. And the, the test is for us to 
be mindful or remain conscious of who we actually are and to not cave to the criticism. So let me give you a real-time example. This happened today as I'm recording this. Uh, we, we have had a post on Instagram that has really taken off and it's, it's about how real men don't watch pornography. And so obviously you can imagine how that might have inspired uh, the titling of today's episode. And I think people in Christian circles see this message and they're like, amen, brother, that's awesome. You know, da, 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 da. They love it. But we've been sharing this post on platforms that are not particularly faith-based. And people are listening to this or reading this rather. And some people are loving it and they agree with it. And some people are getting irate. And so I had somebody tag me today. He shared this post on his story and he said a real man does and i quote a real man does whatever the f he wants we don't give an s-h-i-t about what you do Cynthia Cynthia me sam he tagged me in it and um and uh <laughs> i just couldn't help but laugh i just thought it was the funniest thing um but i'll be honest when i first saw it i was a little bit shook i was a little bit like wow and again this is a stranger it's not somebody i know um it was just a little bit interesting to be like, oh, wow, I've been tagged in a post. And then you read it and you're like, oh, ooh, wow, I've been tagged in a post. Um, and so, you know, that's that's been really interesting. Um, let me give you another example. There's somebody on our team who is, uh, he shared a great story in our staff meeting today about experiencing criticism from somebody who basically was telling him that you're not doing your job right. This is, you're doing it wrong. This is how you should be doing it. And he made an effort not only to point this out to, uh, you know, this team member of ours, but he actually decided to make it public and to try to humiliate him and embarrass him in front of, you know, um, peers and other people in the community. Uh, my, uh, a friend of mine, we were, we went and played some pool on the weekend and just had a drink and um, really nice time out. And we were talking about how sometimes in discussions with our spouses, um, you know, we can become very critical of each other because we don't understand each other's differences. And uh, and he he and I were learning a very similar solution to these situations, which is the same solution that I've handled on today's situation with the guy who tagged me in his IG story. And um, it's the same solution that our, our team member used with this gentleman who was being particularly critical of him. And it's what I wanted to share with you guys today is there's there's one thing that's actually incredibly powerful. I would say it's probably more powerful than anything else for handling criticism. And um, and I want to I want to cast a little bit of vision here so that you can really appreciate this nugget in its proper context. I had the privilege of working at a church called Catch the Fire Toronto for about five years, four, uh, four years. I worked there four years. I interned there for about two. So I guess, uh, you know, on a staff capacity for about seven years altogether. This church is founded by pastors named John and Carol Arnott, and they were very popular, charismatic pastors in the mid to late 90s to early 2000s. And they still have an incredible impact today. Um, but those early years were when they were particularly uh, prominent. And they are known for hosting the Toronto Blessing, which was a very controversial, charismatic, revival kind of movement that came out of their church. And 
there were weird things that happened there. Things like people barking like dogs and having these strange manifestations and speaking in tongues and falling out in the power and and then more, you know, biblical miracles like people being healed and prophetic words and people having visions and, you know, that kind of stuff. And so you can imagine with some of these strange manifestations like people, you know, barking like dogs and whatever else, you can just imagine that there was probably some controversy around this, right? And we're talking about like people coming to these revival meetings from Monday to Saturday night, every single night, okay? Not just like Sunday mornings, uh, every weeknight with the exception of Sundays, people coming from around the world, 3,000 people for, for 12 years straight, they packed this church with 3,000 people. And so I forget what the count was, but it's multiple, multiple millions that they drew over the course of the 12 years that they were running this revival. And, and it was really, really interesting. And so they got tons of flack, as you can imagine. And they told us this story one day and they said, you know, um, they, they're, they're quite a bit older right now. Like, uh, I think John is early 80s and Carol would be uh, almost 80. And um, so this was probably about five, eight years ago. And they said, you know, we, we stumbled upon this YouTube thing. And, uh, and you know, we saw that there, somebody had put together a compilation video exposing the Toronto blessing. And we thought, wow, that's really interesting. And so, you know, before we were going to bed, we thought, oh, we'll put this on for a little bit. And so, and you know, we're all just listening like, wait, what? What do you mean? Before you go to bed, like they were talking about it so casually, like, yeah, we just put on a little nighttime criticism, you know, really helps us fall asleep. And we're, you know, we're just like, what the heck are you guys talking about? And so, and, uh, and it was Carol in particular who said, you know, and we just laughed and laughed and we laughed and we laughed and we just said, Lord, bless these people. May they see the light. And, you know, whether you agree, I realize like I'm sharing some very hyper charismatic things here. I hope you're able to look past that. I'm not trying to project any of those things on you guys. That's not what this podcast is about. But what an example of people who learned to handle criticism unbelievably well. And what I want to share with you today, this the little nugget that you get for handling criticism, whether it's in uh, your marriage, whether it's on a more public level, uh, or maybe something in between. You know, it's a, it's at work where it's like, yeah, you're not some media personality per se, but people are are providing criticism back to you, uh, whether it's peers, whether it's superiors, uh, maybe it's even subordinates. And the the best thing you can do, if it, if it's actually critical, okay. No, I'm not talking about constructive criticism. I'm talking about it's criticism. There's there's malice behind it. There's poor intent. They're trying to expose you. They're trying to accuse you. They're they're trying to bring you down. The best way to handle criticism. Listen very very carefully. The best way to handle criticism is one simple word. You ready for it? If if you live by this word in the face of criticism, you will come out on top. Nine times out of 10. Ready? It's the simple, simple word. Disengagement. That's it. If you are experiencing criticism, if people are coming against you, against you, disengage. That is all that is required of you. And the Bible actually says, there's, there's, a, there's a proverb that says, in doing so, you will pour caught, hot coals on their head. And I'm actually gonna I'm gonna um, find this here as I keep talking, but the the idea here is that we we do not want to come down to the level of criticism, right? That's always the temptation when someone criticizes is to criticize in return, and in the process we become no better than the criticizer. Instead, what we want to do is we want to disengage. We want to we want to separate ourselves 
And instead, we want to hold our peace. We want to keep our cool. And then we want to respond appropriately if there's any response required. Or we want to simply brush it off and move on. This is actually the scripture. It is, if your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For so you will reap coals of fire on his head and the Lord will reward you. Now, I don't really even do it for the reward, to be honest. I just do it because I have to protect my my own biology and my own psychology. You know, I saw that message today and I just thought, <laughs> who is this this joker, you know, that's tagging me in this stuff and trying to like call me out. And it really sounds like he was kind of trying to get in a little bit of an Insta fight, right? I deleted the message, plain and simple. Didn't look at it a second time, didn't mull it over, deleted it, moved on with my day. And what a powerful feeling that is to be in control of what you engage with. And many of us are falling into temptations. We're falling into stupid arguments and fights and battles and discussions about things that are totally useless or about things that we really have no business fighting over because we actually should have just been disengaging and moving on with our life, spending our valuable internal resources on something that would be more worthwhile and would have a longer eternal impact. So I wanna encourage you, if you're facing some criticism in your life, you know the reason we're talking about this is because if we don't handle criticism well, it's gonna lead us to relapses, right? We won't know how to cope, we'll feel uh, distressed about it, we'll feel insecure about it. One way or another, this thing is gonna take us off course and it's gonna make us vulnerable to relapses and poor decision making. And so I urge you, in the face of criticism, in the face of accusation, disengage. And, you know, with uh, this, this member of our team who, who was dealing with this situation himself, uh, what he said is he saw the message and he waited a day. He just kind of let it sit there. He felt re- like he had a response. But rather than, you know, reacting in that moment, he simply just pulled back. He disengaged. And then the next day he was able to look at it objectively and, and realize that, you know what, this is not worth my participation. So he sent a simple message back and he just left things there. And, and that's sort of the end of that. You can brush his, you can dust his hands off and move on. So I want to encourage you guys, don't fall for the trap. Don't take the bait. If you're experiencing criticism, disengage. And when you have calmed down, when you've regulated, then you can decide whether or not it's going to be worth your time to re-engage. Uh, I, fi- I find for myself probably eight times out of 10, it's not. And the two times out of 10, when I do choose to re-engage, I'm able to do it with a lot more grace, a lot more Christ-like character, and usually it leads to a better outcome. And like the Bible says, the Lord will reward you. There's some, there's some rewards that come for handling things that way as well. So that's everything for today, guys. Much love to you. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. 
And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.